Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. Episode number 40. 40. Can't believe it. Oh, man, we're almost catching up to my age for show, per show. Uh, he just turned 30 like a couple episodes ago. Oh, God bless you. Yep, 30 it was. Yeah. Yep. So we've passed, we passed age. it. Yep. See, I'm already losing my memory. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, last, last week we talked about the televangelists and, oh, and the scammers that they tend to be. Yep. And we didn't really get a chance to do the other half, which is the martial arts scammers. Yeah, there's so many <clears throat> fakers out there that, yeah. that, that literally make a living off of you, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, off of us, you know, by just scamming everybody. And, and you know, they put on a good show. You know, it, it, <laughs> for some people, I don't know, I, I want to say, and some of them are re- remarkably believable, but, mm-hmm. but they're not. Yeah. They're so <laughs> ridiculous. So what I, what I find super interesting, when I went back and started looking up these videos that you were talking about, so I could pull them onto the show, I got totally sucked into all of these different fake martial arts people because most of them are back from like the 1980s. Yeah. You know, maybe the 90s. And YouTube didn't exist. Internet wasn't around back then. Yeah, you don't don't have to, you don't have an opportunity to research so many things. Yeah, you don't have video of them. You don't have to fly to freaking, you know, another country to (laughs) check it out to see what they're all about. Go spend $300 at one of their seminars. I mean... It, so That's to right. me, it was it was fun because a lot of folks have uploaded video from uh, those nineteen eighties nineties uh, martial arts people giving the uh, you know doing their seminars their classes, and now they're on the internet and everyone is trashing them because it's so fake. Well, I'd like to think that there's a lot of odd things out there that we can't you know, really explain, you know, so I like to think maybe there's something magical out there, mm-hmm. you know, and boy, these, th- these martial artists, I think that's like number one that they think that they go off of is magic, you know, <laughs> like, like they could wipe the floor with 20 people coming at them and they don't even touch them. Yeah. It's all they just chi, right? They motion and these masters that, that do these motions, the, the chi motions and stuff, <laughs> They've been doing it so long that they don't even lift their arms up anymore. They're too lazy to lift their arms up, like, you know, to their shoulders. They just kind of lift them up and go, eh. <laughs> and then they all fall down. Like, there's no more flexing the muscles anymore. They're mm-hmm. like, they're like, I'm not even going to give it that much effort. Well, you, you guys are suckers. I'm just going to move you aside. Because the chi is so powerful. There, there's, there's these ones that will, will, I will touch you. Or excuse <laughs> me. No, there'll be like five people touching each other. Mm-hmm. And then the master comes up and just touches you and like the guy in the very back like shoots out like out of a cannon you know (laughs) Mm -hmm. like come on yeah it's fun to watch but unfortunately for some they look at that going i've got to do that how do i do that they don't sit there at first and go you guys are a bunch of suckers you guys think that (laughs) happens you know again i think uh, there's a lot of amazing stuff that can come from uh being a martial artist to you know to enlighten yourself to be, you know, center yourself. You could, I, I think there's a lot of medita- things that you could do with meditation and, and they could bring very... Is that another brisket? No, that was yesterday. I don't oh. even know what that was. But <laughs> you uh, alarms. I know. It must be what that was for, <laughs> for yesterday. But... Um, I, I, can, I can understand, like, the, you know, meditation and centering your mind and, and, and being able to withstand pain. Uh, one of our first episodes was uh, highlighting Kung Fu, 
that was the crotch kung fu, you know, <laughs> where the guy's getting the log. That's that's where the meditation, all this stuff can work. It helps out. Well, I, I think, but I I don't think that. I, I, again, I think uh, you know, pain is is very much processed in your brain. So, you know, you can get to a point controlling that where you don't show signs of 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 pain when you're getting you know walking on hot coals or right. When I was a kid, I used to play with your brother. And, you know, me as an adult now, I could be like a little bit red flaggy, like this kid might have some emotional issues. Like, why is he trying to go through all this pain? But I try to like go see how much pain I can handle. And, mm-hmm. and your brother was always there to help me out. Like, <laughs> you want me to take this whip? It was a horse whip. Mm-hmm. And smack you repeatedly with it? <laughs> all right, I'm in. I'll do it. You know, so, but, and it's weird. You can get to a place to where it's... You could dole it, mm-hmm. turn it off to a point, but I don't think that you could, that's you. Mm-hmm. That's something you could control in you. And I think that mm-hmm. where some of the martial arts, and, and I think that you could utilize and center your strength to break and lift and do some amazing things and balance. So there's a lot of stuff that's cool mm-hmm. for you, to you, through you, you know, but it doesn't leave you necessarily. But to <laughs> like, have this, like this, yes, to have this <laughs> gap of space that I can, you know, um, push mm-hmm. to affect you. Now, that, now that's a little bit different. You know, we're not like, uh, you know, some 1980s, you know, cartoon. You know, well, there's a, a very famous guy named George Dillman, and he has his own. He's really old now. If he's still around, I I, I think he's still around, but he's not. If he is, he's in his 80s now, but. He was very famous for a while because he was, he actually had some legitimate, like, cred. Like, his, um, he had been ranked really high in whatever the martial arts that he was, he was studying, uh, as a teacher. And then he had won some competitions, supposedly. He had, you know, supposed credentials. And then he starts getting into, uh, this, this centering your chi and delivering this energy force to other people and, these uh, pressure points. And he got to the point where the pressure points, you didn't even have to touch someone. It was just a delivery of energy. Right. The only way I can clear content. a room is with, you know, I don't know, some chili, you know, a yeah. few hours prior. You know, that's a real power. That is. They don't have that kind of power. They're not using that kind of power. I've experienced that power. Some of redneck yours, power. <laughs> <laughs> See? It well, works. So this guy, he... Uh, he ended up kind of getting called out from National Geographic. They came out and had a, a video crew and, you know, wanted to see how, what he was doing. And so he yeah. was doing all this demonstration. And uh, it's just, it's really funny. I'm going to play a little video. Oh, excellent. I want to see it. And <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Maybe we should sample it and see what we, if we could, you know. Yeah. Sorry if there's any do ads what he that, does. that show up here. but. Down. I can put the largest person that you can find in the world, and I've done this, and he with that finger, I can put him on the floor. Back, back, back. Ah! <laughs> George Dillman, the man, the myth, the overweight legend. No, the no, overweight legend. Controversial. <laughs> That's something I could strive for, <laughs> the overweight legend. It's so That's funny. a title I'm going for. So this, this YouTube video that they were watching, it's so funny because the guy, he narrates and he basically tells the story of this George Dillman guy and he brings in all this classic footage of him doing these these 
pressure points. But he starts to get to the point where it's so obviously choreographed and done over the top, you can't help but just make fun of him. It's it's truly this stuff is what you see. Sorry, guys. At the WWE, um, <laughs> when you see watch the you know, making of of uh, movies, you know, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you know they they'll just miss the slug on purpose, you know, and then people fly you know across the room. But I do recognize this guy. Yeah, so he there's a point. I, I'll kind of play the uh, the end of it here, where the uh, the documentary crew are participating now, and oh. there's a guy mm-hmm. who's a skeptic, and he goes up. And he wants Dillman to, to kind of demonstrate on him. And what's funny is the uh, the guy doesn't, it doesn't phase him, of course, because it's all bullshit. But he stands up there and closes his eyes, tries to concentrate and feel the energy. And then nothing. And then, <laughs> and then George Dillman comes in and tries to explain why, <laughs> why it didn't impact him. I'm going to play that video. Excellent. All right. It's the chili. He didn't have the chili. I'm telling you, it's key. One of George Dillman's top associates and fellow practitioner of the no-touch knockout. This ought to be interesting. In fact, when we did the test on Luigi, who was not uh, ready to, to believe these things, so maybe it was just staying there. Oh, he has to believe that it's going to happen. happen. Yeah. Right. Boy, it sounds like our whole culture these days. Just believe it can happen. It didn't work. Dillman thinks he knows what went wrong. <laughs> so and has come up with part. a very interesting explanation. The skeptic was, un- was a, a totally non-believer. Non-believer. Plus... I don't know if I should say that on film, but if the guy had his tongue in the wrong position of the mouth, uh, that can also nullify it. Well, there you go, everyone. Cheap hours one week. Wow. If he had his tongue... He just gave away the secret. I'm going to hobble over here all the time, just in case I have a master that comes after mm. me. And, you know, how about this? Let's say, let's just say he could do that. Like, I could go walk up to you, and you're just, like, going to accept it, mm. and I just do this, and it knocks you over. That's pretty cool, but... It's worthless. I mean, I'm just saying that I'd brag about it if I could do something like that. But it's not going to protect you. What are you going to do? The guy comes out with a knife or a gun. You're like, hold on. It's going to take a minute. Move your tongue to the side. The other side. Now get him. I mean, it's a it's a kind of a crappy skill if it takes a while to build up power. And yeah, I mean, I mean. Well, some of these guys are so good that, like, all of the students will come running after them, and it's like they start flying across the room because yeah. just just the yeah. because the chi is so strong to the left, to the left, to the right. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's so ridiculous. Okay, I, I do want to play the clip where he talks about his uh, his nails. Yes, I. Yeah, I, I, maybe I, I could learn something I here. Probably trim mine, but <laughs> all right, I'll play it real quick. Unbelievable! I know I have chi energy. You can see it with the half moons. My chi is up now because of the filming. I have half moons in my fingertips now. That means the chi is, is just coming out. But is the mysterious energy called chi really what's giving Dillman and his followers such extraordinary powers? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, so I'm going to say, I explained, we're having a couple of flies in the studio. Oh, yeah. You know, I was thinking it was like 
sacky, you know, was just, it's just <laughs> leftovers from her. But I think what it is, is we're just dealing with so much BS today. Mm-hmm. These flies are going to have to be around. The flies are attracted to oh BS. Oh my gosh. That is so, <laughs> you know, there was a time where, and it's, it's sad that these types of people had a, an area to grow and expand. Mm-hmm. This kind of crud is, I don't know, is, it's hard to, it's, how about this? It'd be harder for somebody to try to start this mess now. If I want to be the latest guy that does this, no, no. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it's all the old people and they're just going to go through and start just getting rid of them all. Take a look at this. I mean, hold on. This guy's oh. white for starters. We should all know that he didn't have no chi. Oh, right. Come on, racist. <laughs> come on. So look at this. Look at this website. Oh no, is that him this, up in the corner? This is, this is that is, him? This is his website, and it cracks me up because this this is actually worse than the first website when I was learning to code HTML back in the the late nineties. <laughs> I, I worked for an internet provider, and I built websites, and mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, this was 1998. Yeah, my and, daughter could it has <laughs> skills that are above this. And she's done something better than this in seventh grade presentation. Yeah. <laughs> so it cracks me up that their their website is so poor, so poor. But it, it matches still, his skills. It's still <laughs> it's still up. And if you look down the list, he's selling all of his books and DVDs. Because you know people play DVDs now. Yep. Uh, he's he's really he's lost. I think in the nineties here, maybe early two thousand. I would put money on that. He even has some VHS he could send you. Yeah. Still in a box. You're probably right. But if you look at the the like these are class. This takes me back to my childhood because mm-hmm. I thought you know all these ninja movies were amazing and i right. wanted to i wanted to be them and even, even if you saw the movies and you knew that there were some you know like 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 some of the ones i really liked they were all subtitled and some of them weren't even subtitled they mm-hmm. were like some korean movies or something mm-hmm. and they would like take like six steps up in the air to get to the top of this pole and ba- balance <laughs> yeah. on it yeah. and i even knew as a kid like that can't happen but Man, ninety eight percent of that can happen. I want to learn <laughs> yeah. that. You know, mm-hmm. the next thing you know, we go get nunchucks and knock ourselves right. out. You know, with them, we would build them, build them because we couldn't. <laughs> we're too broke to go buy them. Yeah, but it's funny yeah. because like the the titles of his books, you know, Pressure Point Fighting Secrets. You know, uh, I mean these these. Yeah, but the you have pictures, to have the finger. That's true, and the half moons. He half he moon. has he has um, you know all these books and DVDs on on how to you know the secrets of how to you know, do these different pressure uh, points or whatever. But it does it totally reminds me of my childhood when we would look at these different karate magazines and the books. And this is you know when VHS was kind of a, the thing. DVDs hadn't hadn't really shown right, up yet, right. and so the best place to learn was getting a book and looking at the uh, the the, di- the diagrams. Right, <laughs> and, and the, you have this like is a totally shadowed it. where to put your next foot. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So this totally reminds me of it. It's it cracks me up. But you know what. Uh, he may still be uh, selling this stuff. Well, this guy probably made him. How about this? He got to live his life because of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, he probably had like right for being <laughs> a fake d bag. You know, because it can't be that fulfilling. I mean, I I think that after a while, these people just succumb to. I mean, they can't be. They can't. There's got to be a time that they think highly of them. Like, all right, I can't really do this. But after a while, you you play the game so long. 
you got to start believing it. I mean, we're we're weak people, you know. We'll we're sponges. We're going to start absorbing lies if you tell it long enough, you know. Well, yeah. And you so start to at this point stuff. in life, or, in, or even back in the video, this guy, there's he's not doubting him at all. He's not putting on a scam. He he scammed himself so much that he wouldn't know it to be. Yeah, a he's scam. a true believer. He yeah. is. But yeah. I love that he's pointed out the reason why I didn't work for that guy is because he's he's not a believer. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. I don't believe in you, so you are weak. You're yeah. worthless. Yeah, you are. But yeah. it makes you wonder truly if, like, a non-fighter human being, maybe somebody like me, I've, no, I've taken a couple, somebody that's less than that, just somebody that's an audience just gets up and go, I've never really fought, but I like to try to kick your butt, dude. Yeah. <laughs> they would have a shot. They would, yeah. Yep. These but are that, masters. But that would be a, a paid stooge to come up on stage and you know, accept the chi and yeah. fall over. But what cracked me up as I was looking at his website, he has an affiliate list. So these are all of the schools that are affiliated with him and his um, his fighting style. And they're all over the place. Now, I don't know how legit they are. I did look down the list, and there's one from Oregon. In I think it's Hubbard, Oregon. Hubbard is like kind of an old, out-in-the-country sort mm-hmm. of uh, community. And... Man, I did have, have I really I, looked him up. I did have to Google map it and it looks like it's just some house out in the country. So I don't know how legit so, these things are. You know, we we're talking about doing some sort of um like field trips for the show. Go take a class. <laughs> <laughs> the guy this probably hasn't had anybody call him here. He's like, What? Oh, yeah, 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 I do that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny because, like, if you want to find out how much it's going to cost to get lessons or whatever, you yeah. have to contact them directly. Really? They don't do pricing. They don't list prices. Really? Well, yeah. that's probably smart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're interested. Oh, I'll tell you the price then. Mm-hmm. You know, you can put a good price up there and mm-hmm. uh, somebody's going to bite. It's funny how, I, like, out of shape and overweight these people are now. Well, that's why I thought I'm already halfway <laughs> there. I, I've already got what I have, what I need. Mm-hmm. So one thing that I thought was uh, was interesting before you go on was mm-hmm. was because you brought it up, all these people that are, are I, what the heck do you think they are? The students of his? I, I think. They had to have been yeah. at one point. But anyways, example of the, one, the, the student that attempted the knockout, mm-hmm. non-touch sure. knockout. He's a student. Mm-hmm. How full of ass do you got to be to go, all right, am I doing it right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel it. I feel, I mean, you got to, yeah. you know, he's, there's nothing, there's no power going through them. Well, it's very, Come on. it's very cultish or it's just a scam and everyone's in on it. It, it has to be. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, but unfortunately, you could always find somebody to be in on it. Uh, so he calls his, uh, his he calls his uh, style uh, Bushido. Bullshito? Which sounds a lot like bullshito. It sure does. <laughs> Which kind of cracked me up the first time I heard it. Uh, there's a another guy that I found really interesting. He is, you know the, the movie Bloodsport? Mm-hmm. Jean-Claude Van Damme. And he said, he's like, goes on this, uh, like, goes into a tournament and fights all these different people. Underground. Yeah, underground tournament. Black market kind of. Yeah. Evidently, that movie is based on this guy. Frank oh. Dukes. Okay. And the more that I look into Frank Dukes, the more I go, there's another scam artist. There are so many videos on YouTube that talk about his history and how full of BS that history actually is because he makes all these claims about he was the first one to go into this this tournament and win the tournament as like, you know, a white 
American. And if and if the tournament doesn't even exist, who's to say it didn't happen? Yeah, yeah the tournament is called uh, Kumite. Okay, does that sound familiar? Uh, yeah, it does. Sound yeah, familiar. yeah, some underground deal. Right, and this predates. But if I'm correct, MMA. The Kumin- okay, I'm just gonna say, I believe that that actually does exist, though. The Kumite. I don't know if it does, but if it does, and who knows, maybe it does. I mean, I'm just did, saying. Did, that- did this guy actually win it? Oh, because I. To be fair, back in the day, and this could be all, you know, hype, mm-hmm. maybe for the movie, who knows, um, that it was true and it was based on a movie loosely, mm-hmm. but it was based on just, just that it existed underground and people with all these martial art, arts could meet and s- present them and use mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And that's what I used to love about the UFC is you used to have karate background against uh, some... Um, you know, some uh, not a Samoan. Uh, were those big dudes with the diaper that? Yeah, sumo. Sumo. Mm-hmm. That's what I was trying yeah, to say. Yeah. Against the sumo, there was a, a little white dude, um, karate guy, that fought against some guy, a five hundred plus pound sumo wrestler. But the sumo wrestler wasn't a mixed martial arts. So back then, it was really cool for me to actually see the styles. Mm-hmm. Now it's this and this and this. So now it's ground and pound. You know, everybody's style looks similar. Yeah, but. Back in the day, when you said UFC came from that, that's kind of what they were more like that because they were all seemed like more about the martial arts and they were more specific. And uh, so that's what I think I liked about the so funny. I haven't said that word in so long that I could recognize the Kumite Mm -hmm. because I thought that that really did exist. So I'm I'm curious to see what goes on. Well, he so he's uh, he claims that he was a special ops Marine. And uh, went like to Russia and did some like spying and some uh, you know some legit special ops stuff. Received like a, a Medal of Honor and all of these things. And it turns out that he, there's not really much evidence that these things are true. Like he made all of these claims. Well, some of that stuff you said is should be to a point, easily proven. Yeah, like the Medal of Honor. That's right. Evidently, the Medal of Honor that he presented was some sort of army Medal uh, Medal of Honor, but he was a Marine, so you don't get that. So so somebody (laughs) gave him the Medal of Honor, but it could have been the guy at the pawn shop (laughs) that he paid for. Yeah, who knows? (laughs) And and he says that he did all this underground stuff, and... But there's, it's really hard to really prove that, that he did these things. He's made these claims. And if, if you look at him, he's done some interviews in uh, late 2000, what, 16 or oh, 15 wow. or something. So he's and, and relatively it looks, recent. And it looks like he's had maybe like a stroke or something. Half of his face is, you know, like, like Bell's palsy. Is that what it's called? Where sure. half your face goes kind of droopy. Yeah. And uh, has lost kind of function of his eye. And he he just doesn't look like he's the, you know, the legit dude anymore. Of course, he's aged. So maybe that's not that big of an issue. But he has his face beaten in too many times. Well, and that's his claim is that he had, because he's been in so many like fights or whatever, that he's had um, uh, some brain issues that uh, created uh, light sensitivity and some other stuff. It's, Sure, I I, who, I I don't really care. You know, to be honest, he can he can do whatever he's doing. But but the history of him, he wrote a, an autobiography of himself, and he claims all of these different things. And so that 
makes me wonder. You know, if someone else is independently writing a your biography, then there might be some legitimate evidence that supports these claims. But he's he wrote it himself. But and and this started back when so many people. Mm -hmm. Example: Bruce Lee. Mm -hmm. He did his thing, and now he wants to expand or get noticed or teach, and and so he had to write books and do things. So it was the thing to do the last gentleman we talked about has his own books and our you know swag to sell mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and it sounds like that's he's doing his yeah like everybody's going through their martial arts plan your guide that guide to success it, everybody's got like a stepping stones i think as as you've kind of gone through time like when we were kids a lot of the stuff was was pretty cool there was a mystery involved with it you know all these pressure points and you know people doing these amazing things and then you know as time has gone on the mma the ultimate fighting championship came in and people were doing tournaments and it looked pretty brutal right it wasn't a controlled like karate tournament where you're just scoring points or whatever it was People beating the crap out of each well, other. Well, especially when they came around, there wasn't gloves. It yeah. was open-fisted, mm-hmm. brawling. It was good yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, <laughs> it, was, and, it was how it should have been. And now you have uh, MMA, which is very legit. A lot of different fighting styles that come into yeah. play. And, of course, now with the Internet, it's more and more um, real now than it was. Back then, it was so mysterious. And right. you could get away with... And you could tell a lot of these people were taking advantage of of people, um, of students, and, of and other cultures. Mm-hmm. They're taking other, and this exists old thousand year old cultures, and then just inserting it into their own lives, and then using other people's lack of knowledge, yeah, uh, you know, to sell it. Yeah, and and Russia happens to be one of the big places for a lot of the scamming Is that stuff. Right? Yeah, really. Yeah, uh, you want to move on to the next segment sure dave and i appreciate you listening to the show please take a moment and write a review on apple podcast or podchaser.com and since spotify doesn't currently have reviews simply telling your friends about the show would be great too also you can always reach out to us at our website never or via our socials at the nts podcast and seriously from the bottom of our hearts thanks again for listening to the show Here's what I was thinking. Um, you know, with all this talk of, like, we were talking televangelists last week, and now we've got these fake martial artists kind of taking advantage of people. The The next thing that you and I kind of talked about was, like, some of these people who might have some sort of supernatural-type power, mm-hmm. and then they get caught for not yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of people that could move items with their mind and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know... I mean, I have some superpowers. We already talked about clearing the room. Yeah, yeah. You know, I know it, how to keep people out of my space, you know, with not brushing your teeth. Mm-hmm. Oh, I gave it away. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm sitting Dang so it. far away. Well, I gave it away, but I'll give this one away. It's just don't brush your teeth anymore. And you, you <laughs> instantly have your, your safe space. Mm-hmm. You, you do. You just, it's, it's like a power. Mm-hmm. It's powerful. It is powerful. Uh, the, the only thing is science can actually detect those things. So... Your powers are real. <laughs> That's right. That's true. Unlike so, these other guys. There, there's a, a guy. His name is um, as Uri. Uh, gosh, what, what was the Geller? That's right. Oh, okay. Uh, Uri Geller. Okay, and he's one of those guys. He claims, oh yeah, I can bend spoons. I can bend keys. 
I can move stuff. I can, he's got some sort of like telepathy power or whatever. He's one of those interesting ones because he actually was on Johnny Carson's uh, late night show. And he, Carson gave him tons of time. But from what I understand is it was kind of a, I don't want to say it was a setup, but it was a, it was controlled. So he's going to be, so Uri Geller is going to be a guest on, on the show. And normally if he's going to be a guest on a show, he kind of provides the materials that he's going to perform whatever, you know, miracles, his skill his on. Skill on. <laughs> and I think at the time, I want to say that, um, that James Randi, who's also known as, I think, amazing, the amazing Randy, he's a magician and he likes to debunk this kind of stuff. And I think that he had worked with, with Carson and made sure that the stuff that was provided for um, Uri to perform, it was very controlled. Like it was not his original stuff, but set up for this thing. And I think it was like a 40 minute episode on, on the tonight show. And he kept making these different complaints about, oh, I'm just not feeling powerful tonight. I feel really? like I'm under pressure. And I, I'm shocked I haven't seen that, I don't think. I don't well, remember. Well, I, I would love to play it on, on our podcast. So, so, but it's so he copyrighted. kind of unfortunately got himself debunked. He debunked himself on a show, during a show. Yeah. It wasn't like, because there's some shows where they invite them on to prove it. And mm-hmm. they get debunked, but wow. Yeah. He went there to do to show his skill and failed. And failed. But of course he he's a he's a good uh salesperson and he kind of you know, he made it out to be that uh, I'm just uh, you know, I've got this pressure and, and you're expecting me to do these things and I'm just I'm having a you hard what? time feeling powerful. And you touched on something, you know? even back to the, the uh martial arts mm-hmm. as well as the the uh the uh the televangelist. Mm-hmm. They're salespeople, mm-hmm. and that's, right. that's if you're not a good salesman, you're you're not going to be able to move it along. <gasps> so I brought up a little clip here. Oh, I thought it was Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> it kind of looks like it. It does. Isn't that an amazing house? I was going to say it's so a little bit small or bigger than theirs. There's a show that they kind of like try to debunk stuff. You know, the amazing Randy is really he just died, I think, a few years ago, oh. and I think he was in his 90s, oh. and uh, he it, he's I'm very fascinated by his life story and some of the things that he did. Maybe we do a show just on him because we could fill an hour with his stuff. But um, but this show is talking about this Uri Geller and how successful and his big mansion. I just want to play that real quick. All right. And these days, in addition to many public appearances, he claims that he devotes his psychic abilities to such highly profitable enterprises as finding gold and oil. To turn this power or this ability into something useful, that's when I discovered that I could earn vast amounts of money with it. And when I say money, I mean not a million or two, but tens of millions. One of the things that I became well known for is moving a needle of a compass with the power of my mind. Now, I must tell you that what you're about to see here is is real. It's, It's an energy that I think we all have. And this is what I do, very simple. I clinch my fist like this, and I say in my mind, move. Move. <clears throat> Let's try it again. It moved very little. Help me because I need... Somebody's on the outside of the boat, moving energy. the boat. <laughs> Let's go. One, 
two, three. Go, move. There, go. Come on, come on. Oh, go, it's working. Go, it's go, moving, people. Go. It's moving. Okay. It moved about five degrees. Now, in what? In this okay. is a real power. Okay. Okay, so I'll just, for those of you I'm a believer, don't ruin it. That's all I need. <laughs> those of you who don't actually see the visual here, uh, you can catch us on YouTube and see the actual video, but uh, he's moving the compass. He's squeezing his fists down near where the compass is located on his yacht. Oh, my God. He's was got, it, what was got, it called? The paranormal? Yacht. Yeah. His, <laughs> his yacht's called the paranormal. And and he's he's trying to generate this power, and uh, and gradually he gets that compass to move. Yeah. So, you know, it's like this amazing feat. Well, you know, the compass is, you know, it 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 moves based on magnetism. That's right. <laughs> so it's not like you would have to do a lot to scam someone. Because where's the magnet in this case? My guess is... In his hands. Hand. <laughs> but again, all it would take, I'm not saying that's what they did, mm-hmm. was somebody to be outside of the boat. Yeah, and turn the boat. Just to move the boat a little bit. Yeah, oh. That's funny. But, but I, it's funny because for me, the when I see some things, like uh, like you just talked about, the compass, mm-hmm. I saw that one of them was like the yellow pages. Mm-hmm. And the part of the yeah, yellow pages I'll show you is, that one. Excellent. Well, well, okay, we'll get to that. Um, so they use extremely sensitive devices to prove their huge powers. Mm-hmm. Like, like we just said, the smallest amount of magnetism will move that, um, move that, uh, uh, that compass. In fact, as an example of the, uh, the work that I do, I have these little metal particles that I use for inspection that float around in this oil. Well, you put it in this little beaker, if you will, and if you take your hands and you just rub it down, you can start moving the files of metal through your hands mm-hmm. even. So... It's not supernatural, mm-hmm. you know, um, but, you know, there's things that we have magnetism stuff in us, but, but, you know, the things that they use is so, it would take nothing to move, like a piece of paper, mm-hmm. Sli- a gnat flying past it would make it move, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? All right, well, let's see. So my, so my point with, with Uri Geller is just that he's, he's so successful as a scammer that he has this massive house, he's got a, a yacht. And he's talking about it in in terms of he's not just making a million dollars, but millions of dollars for scamming people. Right. He's now into well, I'm saying now, but the video says he's he's you know telling people where oil is located, where gold is located. You know. Well, do you remember back in the day? If you want to go back to well, hmm, <laughs> this is interesting mm-hmm. because you know the people that could take the sticks mm-hmm. and find the water. Mm-hmm. There's still people out there that says they could do that. Yeah, I know. And I fell for that as a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I tried My it. My grandparents were totally into that. It's uh, water witching. Yeah, is that what it's called? Yeah. And uh, and I totally thought that it was a legit thing as a kid. And I, I didn't even question it until this was probably 2000-something, maybe 2010-ish, something like that. And uh, I was working with a, a parent, a javelin parent, and we were having issues with the field. And uh, the field kept flooding. Uh, it was kind of in a swampy area and having issues with. So we we're going to build this thing to get. And I just had this conversation about 
you know, figuring out where the water was coming from and all this stuff. And I said, you know, my grandparents taught, you know, used like sticks and, and, um, pieces of uh, iron rods. You and he's like, to... he's like, you know, that's all BS, right? I'm like, no, what, what are you talking about? What do you mean? <laughs> and it's true. I mean, I was in my thirties and I still thought, I, right. I mean, I didn't even I mean, question it. They used to sell kits. You, you want to find yeah, water right. here, 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 go find it. Don't pay these silly yeah. guys with yeah. all the, you know, the drills mm-hmm. and all this stuff to find it for you. Mm-hmm. Just go get these pieces of metal. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? I mean, it, yeah, I mean, an adult and you still believe that stuff because no one ever presented it. As, right, as wrong or like, as false. Oh, thanks you know? a lot. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> and there's know. a lot of stuff that we go through in our lives that we but, realize later. But that's <laughs> that was a, that's a scam. Yeah, you know, totally that's an old one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Just um, like m- marriage, that's probably the oldest scam that's out there, right? <laughs> Just teasing because my wife isn't here to hit me. That's right. <laughs> uh, I, I did want to show you. So you remember old Bob Barker, right? Yep, good old Bob Barker. Yeah, so Bob Barker, he's a, a another like you know host of of different shows. You know, he did The Price Is Right for a long time. A big fan of his his early uh, work. Well, he, he did a show, and his show was um, I'm trying to remember what the name of it was. Uh, I think I did write it down. I can't remember what it's called either. Ah, I can't remember. Anyway, uh, I wanted to play a clip from from that show because he. He's working with James Randi to debunk some stuff. And I thought this is like a perfect example of how someone comes on thinking that they have some special powers and suddenly they feel weak and they can't perform, you know. So yep. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it here. The earth has tilted off his axis. That's right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Tonight on this stage, you are going to meet a man who claims he can move physical objects using only the powers of his mind. All of us are very pleased, not just pleased, but excited to have you with us. Now, you claim to have (laughs) psychic powers, don't you? Yes, I do. Is this something that you have discovered recently or have you known of it since childhood? How did it all begin? Well, everyone's born with it. It's just a matter of development. What are you going to do, James? I'm going to move a pencil for you. With just psychic just powers. psychic powers. Very well. Embarrassed for him. <laughs> I love his haircut. Okay, so he's Is it the true pencil. that you can also turn so the, the pages of, of this telephone directory? Yes, it is. And you will do that for us. I'll try. Should I take the pencil off the table? I'll yes. Try. I, there you are, James. You would like Such to open it to any page, or should you no, I'll, want me to do it? I was going to point out on that. I've noticed all the people that are psychic, mm. masters, all this stuff. Ready? Mm-hmm. Well, they have to, and it's all BS, so they have to look extravagant. Whoa! <laughs> First try! Look how proud he is. The amazing Randy maintains that you did not use psychic power, but that it was trickery. Mm. And he is prepared to pay you $10,000 if you can do it using psychic power. Here he is, the amazing Randy. Randy? Randy? Now, you saw James' demonstration from backstage. Yes, I did. And do you accept that as a demonstration of psychic power, or do you believe that he used trickery? 
I don't accept it as a demonstration of psychic power, Bob. I think that the solution is rather simple. I think that Mr. Heydrich is merely to accomplish this effect blowing on both the page and on the pencil. And the reason is rather simple, because the pencil reacts to even the currents of the air conditioning in this studio. It would be very difficult to try to put controls on it in such a way that normal currents of air that are present all the time would not move the pencil. For example, it moves very, very easily. All right, you're not going to ask him to do that. That's one down, one to go, James. <laughs> you are prepared to pay him $10,000 if he can turn the page of the telephone directory right. with certain controls. That's that right? right. Since my theory, as yet unproven, of course, is that it's accomplished simply by blowing, though rather cleverly, I must admit, done, there should be a way, a simple way, without a lot of instrumentation, to demonstrate that fact by using one very simple control. Now what I have here is particles of a white plastic, which when given a good puff, good heavy puff of air, will, I think, rather conclusively show whether or not blowing is a method accomplished. Now it will not, perhaps, in some way, differentiate between genuine psychic power and actual blowing. But it certainly should be very interesting indeed to see what now occurs. Yeah, but his James, abilities could ready? blow all those out of there. Yeah. Too bad he doesn't uh, think about that. <laughs> He's got this. I feel it. Yeah. He's concentrating really hard. Mm. <laughs> well, he's clinching up. Yeah, he is. Something's got to give. Yep. Nope. He's looking at it. <coughs> He's like, okay, I don't know how to blow up. You have another question. Mm -hmm. uh, what is it? What would you like okay. to ask? The styrofoam and the lights form electricity, which pulls the page. <laughs> There's millions of people watching. You can't think that the millions, all of them are that dumb. Down <laughs> instead of. Free in the pages. I'll just lift up one, <laughs> two. Lift them in a bunch, if you would, uh, Bob. Just take about a quarter of an inch of them. All right, there, place like them. that. That's fine. Gently place them down gently so it doesn't disturb the phone. I know. Uh, well, oh, I thought you. Oh, wanted the other to place way. Them. Yeah, the other way. That's what I thought you meant. Would that sure be helpful to you? <laughs> the static is going to still be here because of the phone. See, that's well, what I'm it saying. is the opinion of the judges that there is not enough static formed by the the foam to be a problem so uh the under the mm -hmm. conditions agreed upon at yeah. this. it uh, <laughs> would seem that now you should at least try <laughs> with so psychic power to turn the page of the telephone directory okay well yeah okay i'll i'll perform something yeah. I'll act something out. Your parents ever get you in that position where uh, you're like, I'm just going to go through the motions just because they're telling me to. It's not going to be any good. I know it's not there. I'm the one that sold it. So Nothing. Nothing. It's not going to uh, not even your turn outfit? for you? No, it isn't. It's not this isn't a magician's it. trick. I can't oh. just come up, bang, bang, and it's over. Oh. I have to be to where I can work with something small but was, and then big last time with bang, bang. You know, yeah. to build up my own self. James has not won the $10,000 really with this demonstration. So it seems. Now, you have heard what uh, James's explanation is. Do you have any comment to make on that? Bob, the, the comment very briefly is that I have gone through many hundreds of these tests with many hundreds of people who claim to have psychic powers. And quite frankly, it's more or less the same story every time. When a simple 
direct, very uncomplicated protocol is used and the control is applied, the psychic forces don't seem to be present, if indeed they are ever present at all. Oh my gosh. Totally outed on because, TV. Because here's, here's the thing that a lot of people may not know, but everything is, there's so many things that are, are, are uh, scripted. You know, today, this is before reality TV. Yeah. And then we had this stuff called reality TV, and, and it was real. And then they started scripting reality TV. Well, back in the day when we had our, 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 um, our game shows, that was our kind of a sense of reality TV. These are real people going on there acting, you know, still, you know, structured. And this is kind of like a game show, too. Mm-hmm. And, but this, this here was a non-structured reaction. Yeah. This guy, he <laughs> went on, like, like a, lot of, a lot of times the shows this, these days, if we've seen this it happen like yesterday it aired, We'd be sitting like, yeah, he obviously knew that that was going to happen. He already, you know, he's not like getting blindsided on the show. This guy came in literally to, you know, uh, show his inability. Well, mm-hmm. try to pretend that he's somebody else. And I don't think, he, I don't really don't think he expected that he was going to get shown. No. The, the difference be between a liar. this guy, his name is uh, uh, James uh, Kidrick. And he was a scammer for a while, but the difference between him and Uri Geller is Uri Geller, he kept getting outed at different times, and he still made tons and tons of money. Like, I don't see, I mean, like I said, you, you got to be like a really good salesperson. And I think that's what was happening, is that he was just so good at explaining away why something could, why he couldn't perform. And you saw that kid, mm-hmm. whatever. He's like, uh, I, mm-hmm. um, a good salesman could have turned that on to a, to benefit him That's somehow, right. yep. you know, not yeah. say, yeah, the electrostatic, <laughs> um, yeah, it's pulling the page down. <laughs> yeah. I know it's, it is, oh, it's, it's so yes. embarrassing. Like I feel yeah. for him. I mean, this is so many, what, 40 mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. and and I, I feel for him, like, oh, my gosh, you know, that's what you, that's what you get. Don't lie, people. Gosh. <laughs> well, and Uri Geller and James Randi, they went back and forth. James Randi was always debunking his stuff, explaining how he accomplished what he was doing, um, you know, gave great counter arguments to his argument. Uh, I wanted so they're to play, not friends. Uh, yeah. They're, <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's not funny. trying to ruin my life. As, or, as as uh, the amazing Randy got older, he became much more comedic in his efforts. He actually had a million dollar prize if someone who claimed to have these powers would come in and subject themselves to testing in performing their their magic in a controlled environment. Mm. And if they were able to pull it off, then they would win the million dollars. And I think they they cut the prize and decided to, to change the direction of his nonprofit. Instead of trying to, you know, figure this out, he started actually being more proactive to, to do more debunking and that sort of thing. And so they ended up getting rid of that, that prize, I think it was like 2016 or something. Mm. And, and, and then he died, I think, maybe a couple of years later. Right. But, there, 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 there's a couple of things, that, you know, because I, I, we've talked about like, like how I believe in this stuff. Or, mm-hmm. and, and some of the ones that I thought were most intriguing is what I'll say. I'm not going to say I'm like you know, believe it, mm-hmm. was there were some people that had been out to, I can't remember the places, but like, 
some aborigines or some mm-hmm. like uh, tribe out in the that that nobody ever visits, you yeah. know, and and they were doing levitational se- seances, oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and and there was a couple of them. I think I've seen that they had snuck in, you know, video footage, camera. Or you got some video footage, footage of it, and it looks very intriguing. Mm-hmm. I'll say it that way. Like like it makes you want to know more. Like I don't believe it, mm-hmm. but I could believe it a lot more than when you see people all flashy and stuff to take away, look at this. Don't look at that. Mm-hmm. Look at my stupid hair. I can make fun of his haircut. <laughs> his stupid haircut, although might've been popular back then, uh-huh. you know, back when the monkeys were around, but, <laughs> yeah. but still it's a distraction. Mm-hmm. Look at this. Don't look at that. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's, that's, that's what makes it fun is even the, the magic card tricks. I love the fact that so many of them don't even call it magic card tricks anymore. It's, it, it's a uh, sleight of hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, Good, thank you. Don't don't try to, you know, pull a fast one on on me on you know magic. But now it's even to me more amazing because now there isn't no magic and you can do that. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's really because there are some amazing tricks. Like even some I've seen some like I'm making this up. I don't know. She looked old, hundred year old Asian lady that said there with a head pulling card after card out of nothing, out of nothing, out of nothing, out of nothing. Oop, and a coin, mm-hmm. and a card, and a something else, and I'm like. Okay, it's just amazing. I know it's not magic, but she, she's not saying it's magic either. Yeah. So that's the stuff that's really cool and fun. That's kind of why I didn't pull up some of that because we don't really, nobody's trying to trick us anymore. It's, it's kind of telling us. It's sleight of hand. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah, there's a, a few folks that, are, that I think have done a really good job of, of sort of bringing to light that these things are, are tricks. They're, it's not supernatural. It's there's a natural explanation for it. Now they don't always tell you what that is, but they give you other, they either perform the trick themselves or they do some variation of it. And, uh, one of my favorites is Darren Brown. Uh, hmm. we, I think maybe we've talked a little bit about him in the past. I, I, I want to try and get uh, a couple of his, his videos in your hands and watch how he does what he does because he's, he's a, uh, illusionist. Um, illusionist. he's a, um, what's the, uh, you know, he he tries to you know trick people, hypnotize people, and do other things, and he does a very good job of it. Right, but, but he always he's always saying these are illusions. That's this right. This is not supernatural. Um, the other is uh, that makes me appreciate it because he oh, calls yeah. it an illusionist. It's not magic. He's not yeah. trying to pull a. He's trying to pull a fast one on you, knowing knowing using the same properties that we use every day. Mm-hmm. It's not a. It's not like he has a special skill that god himself you know enlightened him with to Mm -hmm. do these tricks or excuse me these miracles yeah (laughs) there we go you know so i appreciate the it's even more fascinating knowing that it's that they that it is an illusion and they're still getting me and i i'm looking right at it (laughs) and they're still getting yeah yeah so darren bound does a great job of it he he's sort of because james randy is one of the original that's tried to like out people debunk you know what people thought were was supernatural and uh and so darren brown has come out and made a lot of videos that that do kind of this similar stuff but he does it in a way that sort of brings to light um the scam in the process uh you know just like the last episode we were talking about um the televangelist doing uh, faith healing well he he does an entire show on faith healing 
And it's amazing how he debunks all of this stuff and shows you, exposes what that, that right. scam actually is. The other f- folks that I think are really good is, uh, uh, is uh, Penn and Teller. You've seen Penn, Penn, Penn and Teller, the big magic yeah. duo? Yeah, okay. Yeah, they, yeah. They have, I, they have a... Uh, I don't know why Teller's... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so they uh, have done different shows. Of course, they start off as, like, magicians and, and, well, illusionists or whatever. And they do, like, really cool tricks. I mean, there's some really fantastic videos of their early days. And then later on, they do shows in, in Vegas. And that's primarily where they've done most of their stuff. But they also did a, a show called Bullshit. And that was on, uh, I can't remember how many seasons, but... Basically, in the entire show, it's a half an hour show, the entire show was debunking something. Right. And, and that's it was probably amazing. like the endless, uh, able, you know, yeah, uh, so many topics. shows. Yeah. 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 Always had, always had material, you know. But those guys have been in, into exposing frauds. And, in fact, I was listening to Penn Jillette, and he's talking about some of these, these magicians that he doesn't really respect because they continue to have... These these magicians that he's talking about continue to have the idea that there is some sort of you know magical thing happening, where he respects the the others that are calling it illusions. Well, and I think of how much mental all these uh, people that we're talking about now, mm-hmm. their mental health is so much better <laughs> because they don't have to go back to some of these people like mm-hmm. that have convinced themselves, morphed their own minds into believing it themselves. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're not even going to go out there and scamming because they don't see it as, as a scam. So these people come out and say, hey, we're not going to scam you. We're not going to call it this. So now they don't have to put on a, an act for their act. Yeah. Now it's just an amazing act. So yeah, there's, yeah, there's a little I, picture yeah, of Pound It's funny because uh, yeah, it took me and a second funny. to, they are funny. Yeah. Uh, that little dude's hilarious. Yeah. But um but I couldn't picture their names uh, and tell her for some reason it doesn't ring a bell for me. But yeah, yeah. Um, I did. I did not know of their show though. Yeah, and I have only known of their their actual um, shows. Yeah, not that they had some actual TV shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're really. I mean, mm. they they make uh, the whole thing funny. Uh, it's it's <laughs> it really cracks me up because Teller never talked. He was the silent you know partner good and yeah he was so so funny in the way he presented and it wasn't until probably a couple years ago that i actually watched him on an interview and heard his voice for the first time (laughs) because it was so many years of only hearing you know pendulette talk and and then you know teller comes in and starts talking and you're like oh so that's what he sounds it's kind of funny i was watching a lot of mr bean Back in the day, yeah, yeah, Roy and Atkinson. every once and then you could hear, you know, a grunt and stuff. Mm-hmm. But oh my gosh, when I might have even been rat race when he was like, yeah, you know, <laughs> like whoa, and I know he was still acting. You yeah. know, that's still not even his real voice, but yeah. you know, it's weird that it works. Yeah. You know, well, and then he did with it. He did the Johnny English um, movies where he's a spy. You know, yes. or he's a special. Uh, like a James Bond. Yep. <laughs> those are actually some of my favorites. My yeah. kids like watching those, and I'll totally sit down and watch those. That's funny. Yeah, he's got really good stuff. Uh, any, anything else you want to add? You want to close things up? Uh, I think we got a good cover. I think we could close Yeah, it I, this is really they, a fun topic. There really is. I mean, like we were talking about the scammers. I mean, it's 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 endless. Mm-hmm. I mean, but we kind of picked some things that were 
you know, that are still out there, but they're a little bit, a little bit dated to a mm-hmm. point, you know, because, you know, scammers these days, they've just gotten lazy. Yeah. <laughs> these people have really, truly had to work mm-hmm. for their money. They got a lot of money out of it, you know, but, but now these days you're a scammer, you know, you didn't even, you didn't even put your underwear on today. You just kind of rolled out, have a cigarette and a crappy yesterday's coffee, calling somebody and just trying to scam them, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, at least did. these fools went out there and uh, put on a, put a, put on a show, you know, they're, they're trying to, yeah. they're earning it. Yeah. I'll we give them that. We didn't even talk about the psychic friends network. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Gosh. All right. You know, that is a whole nother <laughs> yeah, topic that might too. be another one. Oh. All right. Uh, thanks again for watching. Those of you listening, thank you. If you don't mind, spread the word. Uh, let folks know we're doing the podcast. We'd love to grow the audience. Mm. Uh, you can find more information at nevertoserious.com. Oh, you did it. Nice work, Dave. <laughs> uh, you can find our socials uh, at the NTS podcast on Getter and on Twitter. And uh, we've got some merch. we got some swag finally. Yes, he does. So I got my hoodie. I know you don't get to see it, but on the back of his hoodie, he has he has our logo on it. Yeah. So we strongly suggest you guys go get one. I'm going to wear it proudly. You should. Yeah. I've, I've got to wait for mine to show up. Yeah. Well, I don't know. We'll start off with a sticker. They've got it. They have to. They have to hook two of them together so I can have one. So it takes some time. (laughs) We'll get a a double X or two of those. Two two double X. And then they have to sew them together. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Until we catch you next time. uh, Take care and be safe.